Today we continue to go deeper in this discourse that explains how the disciples of Jesus are to relate to one another. There's two clear sections. The first one deals with someone who is a brother who is sinning or who's doing something clearly wrong. The, um, something that is presupposed in this context by the Lord is that there is a strong connection of a brother or sister in a community of believers that are you know, closely uh, bound together by that, uh, um, you know, that, that kinship of faith. Um, so it doesn't mean we shouldn't deduce from this gospel, for example, that I should I, I have to go around correcting anybody around me. Uh, this applies to people that I, you know, the, the the stronger and the bond is between people, the more there's an obligation to to show that concern, right? Then also, it's the presupposition is that it's something very serious to come to the point that someone may end up being a, a kind of shunned from the community. The Lord is assuming there's a serious objective fault, something that is, you know, clearly wrong and harmful for the spiritual life of that person. Um, so we're, we're talking about something clearly very, very wrong, not, not about minor faults or something that annoys me or that, uh, I know, is a defect of character or something like that. And, and the Lord presents here these gradual steps. First, talk to the person alone, okay, just to, to save the name of the person and have that delicacy, even if it's a serious thing, talk uh, to that person. Uh, if he doesn't listen, then do this sort of small intervention with other people. And if not, tell it to the community, uh, address it more publicly. Um, you know, uh, this might seem, it, it sounds a bit harsh, but at the same time, when the church fails to do that, uh, there can be very bad consequences. Remember what happened not too long ago with all the scandals and situations. Sometimes, as people in faith, we need to also be clearly you know, strong against some things that are very obviously wrong. Uh, so obviously there's a graduality of that. There's, a, there's all sorts of things, things that are more minor, but things that are really uh, very serious and we need to address, right? Um, it's, it's an important mechanism, both for the healing of the body of the church, because the church becomes sick if it doesn't, has no ability to address wrongdoing among its members, but also it's for the good of the person that you're correcting or uh, helping in this way. You want their salvation, you don't want them to leave a, uh, lead a double life or uh, remain in a situation that is clearly uh, sinful and, and wrong before God. Um, and then at the end the Lord says if he refuses to listen, then treat him as who would a, would a gentle or tax collector. That doesn't mean that you um, you hate that person, you, uh, you, know, you completely condemn that person. It means basically you consider that person as someone who needs to reconvert to the faith, as someone who is, you know, has no faith. Even if that person is nominally in the church, you would consider that you know, person as someone who needs to be reconverted back. Okay. The, the final section talks about the authority uh, or the power that the church has. When the Lord here says, you, what you bind on earth, he's talking to the body of the church, not just to a particular Catholic here, but to, to you as disciples of Christ, as the body of Christ. Uh, as The church is seen here as an extension of Christ himself, right? So uh, he says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whenever you gather to pray and intercede, that will be given because there's a special power or a special presence of Christ 
uh, in that body of the church. And that is, you know, given for the benefit of Christ's disciples. Okay, the, the church is given the power, just like Christ was given power by the Father to save. Obviously, there can be cases of misuse of that power, but you have to remember, have to remember that the power is given um, by the, in, in the mind of Christ so that we can use it to precisely intercede, pray, heal, save. Uh, and, and obviously, the misuse doesn't, uh, the fact that there will be misuses doesn't mean that the Lord is doing wrong in, you know, in giving this, in conveying this power to his disciples because it's given with a good intention. So maybe two, these are two different areas you can take to meditation. And the first one uh, is maybe the one that is most relevant uh, or, or relatable to most people. Now, don't take it immediately to whom should I correct or something like that. But rather, maybe of, think of this idea that we have a responsibility over the spiritual life of other people. And that's a, there's a whole gamut of things. It goes from being concerned about someone's faith, that the fact, you know, for being concerned about them coming closer to God. And obviously, if, if they are already very close to God and they're walking in faith and you see them uh, kind of start to walk in a, wrong, in, a very, in a clearly wrong way, then that's when your duty comes in to correct. But there's a whole series of steps that comes before that. And then re regarding the authority of the church, maybe think of why. The Lord has given that authority. Why is why that's important, and how that authority of the church has helped you, in in many ways. If that authority wasn't there, what a what a danger we would be in in so many ways.